In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. The greatest classroom in the world is the Christian home. That's the way God designed it. Now, you may have schools where educational things are going on. Uh, in a sense, a church is always an educational institution uh, because it's teaching the Bible. Uh, but the first classroom and the most important classroom is the home because that's the way God designed it. He designed it that truth would be passed on from one generation to the next generation. We're in Deuteronomy chapter number 6, and we have learned that the truth has to start in our hearts, and then it has to continue into our homes. Listen to Deuteronomy 6 and verse 7. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. Uh, that word teach is a fascinating word. And uh, it, then it's coupled together with the idea of real diligence here. This is, this is a real word of urgency, of intensity, of divine emphasis. Uh, the word here carries with it the idea of sharpening. You know, so many young people grow up and they're dull spiritually. Oh, they may be very bright and sharp academically or socially, but spiritually they're dull because they've never been sharpened by the Word. Nothing sharpens like the Word of God. And where is that to happen? In our homes. Teach them diligently unto thy children. And then it says this, and shalt talk of them. Isn't that a beautiful expression? Just talk. Part of our problem today is people don't talk anymore. We, we, even when we're together, we're all on our devices. We're so distracted. We're connected and disconnected at the same time. We're connected to everyone else and disconnected from our own families. Just talk. Have a conversation. And when do we do it? The Bible says, And shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Pastor Sexton, for years uh, in my hearing, would refer to this verse and call it the golden moments in life. I love that expression, and I'm convinced it's true. There are these moments, these opportunities, and we must not miss them. They're built into life. God gives us opportunity. We say we don't have time, but we have time. We're just wasting it or we're spending it on something else. Uh, Ephesians 5 says we're to redeem the time because the days are evil. Uh, the word there for time is not just the general word for time. It is a word for a special moment. Redeem this special moment. It's not going to last forever. It's a window. Let me testify as a parent. I'm shocked at this juncture in my life how quickly the children have grown uh, all the older people used to say, enjoy your kids. They're going to be gone before you know it. They'll be grown before you know it. And inwardly, I gave that eye roll that everyone does and says, yeah, yeah, sure. Because it seemed like they were the same age forever. And yet there comes a moment you turn around and suddenly they're grown. Your opportunity is gone. And I want to say to every person listening to me, don't miss this special moment. Redeem that time. It's a business word. God's great business is done first at home. Buy it up. It's a trading word. It's priceless. It's precious. It's valuable. Don't miss your children, your family life. 
Don't be so distracted with lesser things that you miss God's primary work in your life. Talk to your family. So listen to these golden moments. He said, first, when you sit in your house. Part of our problem today is people don't sit in their house anymore. We're on the run. This is the most mobile society in the history of the world. And yet one of the inherent dangers in that is that we are not together like we ought to be together. Have times where you sit in your home. Have times where you sit in your home and the television's not on. Turn the media off. One beautiful opportunity for this, I believe, is just to have a family meal together. You know, people today, our drive through society, we've lost even the family meal. I was reading recently statistics on the, the plummeting uh, number of families who have uh, meals together with some regularity. If you want a good opportunity to talk, put the cell phones in the other room and sit down around a table and have a meal together. There's nothing like food to promote fellowship. And so many of us are saying amen to that because we like the food, but the most important thing going on there is the fellowship. You'll find that people around a table start to open up and share their heart. Uh, Our Lord often sat down at meat with people for a reason. Uh, That was a point of fellowship. That should begin in our own homes. So when you sit in your house, then he says when you walk by the way. In other words, in the normal routine and schedule of life as you are going, And their day, of course, they did lots of walking from place to place. The children of Israel were certainly used to that. In our day, it may be riding in a car together from place to place. Can I recommend something to you? When you get in the car, don't always have noise on. Don't always let someone else be talking at you. Instead, talk to one another. I remember years ago, driving home one day after a long day at work, I'd pick the kids up from school, taking them home, and I had so many things on my mind. The radio was playing. And Morgan from the back seat began to ask me a question about some something. You know, children come up with the most deep, profound questions when your mind is tired. And I gave her some pat answer, hoping that would suffice. And to her analytical mind, it did not. So she pressed the matter a little more, and she kept asking. And honestly, I, I started to get annoyed. And then the Holy Spirit convicted me. I think it was the Heavenly Father teaching this earthly father something. And he said to me, Turn the radio off. Listen to your daughter. Answer her question. Don't miss this opportunity. We'll talk more about this soon, but questions are opportunities for teaching. And so as you go, pay attention to one another. And then it says when you lie down, that's at night. The closing moments of the day are precious, priceless moments. Let the last thoughts of the day be about God and about good things. Let them be positive things. Point your children to the Lord. Then I love this, when you rise up. You see the bookends of the day at the beginning, at the end, and then all the way through. When you start your morning, let it be with God. Uh, Let it be with a verse or a prayer, some conversation about the goodness of God. This is when and where we are to teach our children. This This is how the Word of God gets into our home life. Let me give you a great parallel to this. Psalm 78 is also addressed to the nation of Israel many years later. Friends, some things never change. Listen to what the Bible says in Psalm 78 and verse number 2. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children. Do you see the chain reaction? Remember, thou, thy son, thy son's son. Here it is again. Our fathers told us. Now we're going to tell our children, and we're going to tell their children showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. 
People say, I just don't know what to talk about. All right, here's a good list. Uh, Give God praise. Talk about the good things God has done. Talk about his strength, uh, who he is, his attributes and character. Talk about his wonderful works, what the Lord is doing. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. Don't miss the principle. If it was true for families in Deuteronomy 6, and if it was true for families in Psalm 78, then, dear listener, it is true for me, it is true for you, it is true for our families today. Let's talk about God. Let's talk about God's Word. Let's do it in the privacy and personal setting of our own home. No one is a better Christian than the Christian they are at home. Let's begin to live the Christian life there and give God glory there. Let's do it and not miss these precious, priceless moments the Lord has given us, redeeming the time because the days are evil. May the Lord help us all to apply this truth right where we are with our own family today. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.